0: Often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap Box. Slap Box. Welcome to the Slap Box Podcast. This is episode 451. I am your host, Josh Albrecht. Sitting again once. Again, that is. (laughs) Inside the Slapbox bunker. As, uh, I trailed off there at the end. I I lost concentration. But, uh, yeah. As, uh... I I felt like I was close to getting a new, uh, studio for the, uh, the old show. And, uh, an abode to call my own. And, uh, it turns out I wasn't even close. As, uh... Never really actually had a shot, unfortunately. uh, I had, uh, I don't remember what day it came on the market, but there was a house here in Washington, Missouri that was well within my price range, which I don't have a very uh, (laughs) high limit on that. Can't afford much here. I think I can afford a refrigerator box a little over that, but this house, particular house, just, uh, it was it was going for 124,000, a little over that on the listed as it was a so I guess the uh the owner had passed away and the family was selling it and they were selling it as is sort of situation and uh they they had it listed real low. That is really low for a, a house in Washington, especially considering it was uh, three bedrooms, two baths uh with a garage. I mean, that is two fireplaces Old house needed a fuck ton of work, like a lot of work. It would have been a lot of work had I had I gotten that. But I mean, shit, the location—it's uh, over by uh, behind uh, Total Access Urgent Care over in uh, in Washington. There, uh, if you're familiar with the uh, intersection of 147, there's the Urgent Care on the hill up there. It's like right behind there. And uh, oh man. Like on paper, when I first looked it up, I was like, holy shit, I want to bid on this like immediately without even looking at it. But I was like, I don't know, maybe there's, the the house was built in 65. I was like, eh, you know, there could be a lot wrong. There's some crazy stuff. Looking at the photos, I mean, it looked like it was built in 65 and most of the shit in there was from 65. So there's a good chance there's a lot of shit that's, you know, wrong with the house that's going to be extremely expensive to fix. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I should at least look at it. But uh, I got a hold of my uh, realtor that I'm using, uh, Marcy, who's uh, who's been really cool. She's been really uh, – uh, she actually uh, – I believe it was her father uh, was in the hospital. with a He had a heart attack. She was calling people and getting a hold of people from the hospital to, like, set up a, a meeting for me to go view this house. And uh, obviously she wants, you know, to uh, get a sale going on. But uh, <clears throat> and uh, there ended up being, like, this place, since it was so low for a house in Washington, and, I mean, it, it seemed on paper at least to be, like, a really good deal. I mean, nonstop there were people going to see this house. I couldn't go see it the day that I booked or tried to get an appointment to see it. I had to wait a day, and it was a sort of situation like the family's trying to sell this house immediately, so they had you had to get a an offer put in by Wednesday night at nine. It was this last Wednesday, and uh, then they would review the deals, the offers, that Thursday, and let you know by Friday at ten a.m. and uh, <laughs> So I I get in to go see the house. And I gotta say, like initially you know, I thought like, oh man, this would be a fucking great house. And like I could uh <clears throat> could really work with this. The utilities might be a, a pain. Like it might be a little pricey for me with being older stuff and uh the just the size of the house. It was gonna be, you know, kinda costly. It would be pushing it. Pushing it for me as far as like uh trying to <laughs> You know, pay the bills. It would be a little rough. A little rough. Um, but I figured I could do it. And a uh, lot of ramen. You know, a lot of ramen. And then... Uh, so I go see the place. That would have been... Tuesday night. Tuesday night I went and saw it. And... Uh, uh, my first initial thought was like going in there. Like definitely the outside is like, Oh man, this seems pretty great. Although, I mean, I could see around the windows and stuff, there's some wood that's a little rough around some windows. There could be some stuff that could be replaced. But it look like, from the outside, the roof looked pretty decent, even if it did need a new roof. The roof's not real big. It's really easy to get to. It didn't seem like roofing. It would be too difficult of a job or that expensive. But, and uh I did like having the garage the, with the drive driveway in the back. It's a partial brick, about half-half siding and brick. And then uh, I go into the inside, and uh, <laughs> definitely there was like a bit of like, ooh, I don't know about this as I'm going through, but, it, I mean, it's it's definitely very old. There was uh, wood paneling on all, all the walls, like in the basement, which in this house I didn't think looked too bad. I think I've seen some other houses too that are older houses that have that and uh i'm not too crazy about it but in there like in the basement it didn't look too bad cuz like the flooring they had in there kind of went well with it um <laughs> but uh in the upstairs they had i believe like original carpet from 1965 in there it was like the uh the car carpets like several colors like this brown and red color like a uh, swirl like color looks very old to be fair, though, it looked like whoever lived there did keep up with the carpet, though, and that the carpet was in pretty good shape. If it was really from 1965, like, they did a good job of maintaining it. But I dislike carpet anyway. I would rather have put some uh, laminate flooring in or something. But uh, and then you go into the kitchen, and I realize... I mean, I'm looking at stuff and realizing that oh, everything's so old. The thought I was like, oh man, this would take a lot of work. And my initial thought I was like, ooh, I don't know about this. I don't know if I'll have the money to uh, fix all this shit up. But uh, I go in the kitchen, and the stove looked to be original. And uh, it had the clock on it had like the numbers that would flip, <laughs> it wasn't like a digital display. Or, like, the hands of a clock. It was the numbers, actual numbers, and they would flip over, like, the old school alarm clocks and shit. And, uh, I thought that was pretty crazy. I'm, it'd be interesting to see if, like, you could, like, you know, restore or something like that. That would have been interesting. But, uh, then, uh, they had, like, the saloon doors on the kitchen, too. Like, the swinging open doors, which I, I thought were kind of cool. And, uh. They had, uh, in the, in the kitchen, there was a, I noticed, that's when I noticed the fucking intercom. I was like, holy shit, there's an intercom. Like, hell yeah. I think I might have noticed it in the pictures and thought maybe, maybe there was an intercom, but then when I got in there, I was like, yes, it's a fucking intercom. That is awesome. (laughs) And, uh, it had a radio on the intercom as well. Now, I didn't check the intercom. I did turn on the sink to make sure that the water was, there was good water pressure and such, but, uh, I didn't, uh turn on the intercom or the radio but <laughs> like man that would have, I was like this this is fucking awesome that was one of the coolest parts about the house but uh <laughs> and like the kitchen I definitely you know there and then there was the kitchen door to the outside did look like uh it it may have needed to be replaced they had a uh, a brace on it to keep the door shut so that seemed a, a little sketch, but like you'd have to probably replace that or at least put some new locks and shit on it. And then, uh, <clears throat> the nastiest part about the house was like going in to the bathroom on the upstairs there. They had carpet on the floor of the bathroom. I'm talking the whole bathroom was carpeted. No, yeah, I mean, not inside the shower or bathtub, but. Around the toilet and around the shower was fucking carpet. Apparently that was a thing back then when they built houses to put carpet in there. Why? I don't fucking know. That is so disgusting. Like, I I can't imagine how much shit residue and piss and just water and mildew and all that stuff from, like, showering. All that stuff is built just from decades of people shitting and showering just built-up fungus, there's probably creatures crawling in that carpet. There's a... <laughs> I imagine, like, Hellraiser 2. Like, when it, like if I take a shower or something, it's gonna give birth to some of these creatures. They're gonna get more stronger and come out of there. Like, on Hellraiser 2, the guy's, like, cutting his razor... using the razor blades, cutting the flesh off his skin. And then that uh, the demons, like, feed off that, that are living inside the mattress and then come out. Feel like there's some sort of situation that's gonna go on that bathroom if you don't get rid of that carpet and then fucking clear out whatever's underneath there. <laughs> so, I mean, there was definitely good reason to have that house priced low. But the idea again of why they had that house priced so low is they wanted to create a building more. And they were just trying to get rid of it fast. Uh but uh, I, I digress. So the <laughs> the the bathroom was pretty crazy. Like that was, but the shower looked like it was good good shape, I mean, the sink and everything it 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 looked okay, like passable, like it wouldn't have to rip out everything and uh just do a complete overhaul, but then uh the the bedrooms there was wallpaper uh before I get to the bedrooms, there was wallpaper in the hallways and stuff, there was wallpaper in like almost every room, except for like the basement, <laughs> like old wallpaper, thankfully, most of it was like coming off, so already. So probably wouldn't have been that hard to remove, but like man, it was like old wallpaper. I mean, they went nuts with the wallpaper in this place. And then the bed bedrooms. That was mostly in the at least the two smaller bedrooms. That was the most like uh, nitpicky thing that uh the carpet in there probably wouldn't need to be replaced, but uh <clears throat> or something else put in there. Then uh, <laughs> in the master bedroom, which I had seen on the pictures in the website it looked funny. Like they had uh they had really strange light fixtures in there. Like old light fixtures and then there's a mirrored wall. All these mirrors with this carpet-like thing in the middle. It looked like very much like a Chinese restaurant. Like I I wanted to order some uh <laughs> general tso's chicken or get some crab rangoon, you know. Sweet and sour chicken maybe. Then uh, I saw that in the pictures, and I thought that was weird. I saw I went in there. I was like, okay, that's the right first thing you notice when you go in the room. But however, they didn't take pictures. Was what you saw to the left, and uh, <clears throat> there was a sink and a countertop. I guess it was like it was supposed to be like a vanity thing for like putting on uh, makeup and shit. But I was really thrown off by the sink. I was like, what the fuck? And it looked so horrible and out of place. And uh, at first glance, I looked in the sink. I had thought maybe there was a garbage disposal, <laughs> like in the sink. But no, it was just a big stopper. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what are they doing in here in this bedroom?" And uh, it did seem like maybe they did some crazy sex shit in that room. I mean, they had the big mirrors and stuff. the The light fixtures seemed like they might get in the way. They were big on chains. They were like these balls that were hanging down, big balls with lights on the inside of them, hanging down from chains. (laughs) Uh, But uh, that was the craziest thing in the bedrooms. Now, my favorite part was uh, of the house, minus the intercom. Okay, the intercom might be, like, the second favorite part of the place. But, like, the basement was overall, like, the best place Um. Though there was, like, one kind of weird thing they had in there. They had this old TV, like, old, old TV, like, mounted inside the wall by the downstairs steps. Like, I could, I was, like, looking at it to see how they, even like, if there's an easy way to get it out. It didn't really look that way. Like, you'd have to take apart the wall. But they had that fucker mounted in the wall. <laughs> I thought that was strange. And, uh... <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess at the time it was probably the coolest fucking thing ever. Check it out, we got a TV mounted in the wall. You don't even need an entertainment center. Um, at the time it was probably awesome. <laughs> now it's like, oh man, there's a fucking old TV in the wall. <laughs> but uh, there was a little bar area in the downstairs, and like, this is where like the really the part that seemed like exciting to me because I thought the base basement would have made a perfect area for a podcast studio to have like you know a nice size table have several people going on even even have my desk set up near it to where i could also do some uh, youtube vids and such do some uh some streaming maybe do some twitch streaming or or what have you uh or uh become a yeah whatever uh (laughs) do some stuff you know and uh, that would have been my area. The bar area and uh, a window in the basement, it, it, they had actually started, looked like, redoing some stuff. And they had put up some really nice, like, granite uh, stuff. And, like, there was tiles around it. But they had stopped for whatever reason, ran out of money, or just hadn't got around to finishing it. When you look at the bar, there was, oh, it was like a granite top on there. And it was, it was a really nice little bar. And there was, like, even a... A small fridge, and I don't know if the fridge worked, but there was a small fridge inside the bar. I was like, oh man, I don't really drink much anymore, but that'd be like totally dope. Like, uh, I still do some group runs and stuff, like, go, you know, do a group run, end there, like, have a couple drinks afterwards. It'd be good stuff. And, uh, but yeah, the basement was definitely, I mean, I had a lot of ideas for that basement. And then just, uh,. The garage was good size. Man, I could have fit like three of my cars probably in that garage with how small my car is. I mean, at least two of them. (laughs) Then there was a bathroom in the garage that didn't have carpet, by the way. The laminate on the floor was uh, pretty rough, but I mean, it's a fucking bathroom in a garage. Who cares? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) As long as the toilet works, right? Maybe the sink so you can wash your hands. But in my first initial thought, I was like, man, I just, don't know if I have enough money to like do it, like and I but I just felt like I couldn't I didn't make a decision right away after uh going through there on whether or not I wanted to put an offer on it. I was debating. I knew it needed a lot of work. It would cost a lot of money to make that house so you know something really awesome. The and also too like I wasn't really sure about some things. Like the uh the HVAC unit, the heater and such, uh, like how exactly old it was. It looked like it was in good shape, but and there was a date on it that said like two thousand one on one area, so it might have been like twenty years old. Uh, <laughs> not really sure how good the electric is in the building. You know, the roof looked good from the outside, but not sure how old it was. So I mean, there's a lot of what ifs. Then again, I mean, you could. When you make an offer, you can put things contingent on whether, you know, how the inspections go. So that, you know, the inspections would have cleared up a lot of my concerns. Uh, But, (laughs) I mean, it just really seemed like I didn't see anything when I went through the house that was like, oh, no, fuck, that's going to. Be a no-go. That's de- a definite no-go. Like, that's that's a huge problem. Like, I can't live in this house. <coughs> and then once I got back and I talked to, uh, to Jackman, the old roommate, and uh, had a good conversation about him, uh, about it and everything. He loved the, the house, man. I think he was ready by the damn thing. <laughs> and uh, I was like, because, uh, I mean, I was really... I don't know. I was just kind of shocked. Like I knew it was would be a lot of work, but then when I got in there and actually seeing it, it just like, oh, oh shit, this would be a lot of work. Uh, I was a little hesitant at first, and I did think I w- I waited till the next day to like make an actual decision whether or not I was going to get it. And like I told the realtor, I think I told her I, like I'm leaning towards making an offer, but you know, sleep on it, whatever. And then uh, so I did. I ended up making an offer on it. And uh, the realtor had suggested uh, putting, I, I was like, okay, what would you offer for this house? She's the expert. She does this stuff all the time. She seems really knowledge, knowledgeable on everything. And so she said $135,000, which is a little over ten grand of what they were asking. And uh, still would be like a fucking steal for a house that size, that square foot and everything in Washington. But considering all of the things that would need to be updated in the house, you know, uh, would be about what it would probably appraise for. So I went ahead and did that, but I knew too, there was all kinds of people that were looking at this house. It was a hot house it was nonstop being shown, and houses here in town in my price range sell within a couple of fucking days of being listed, unless there's something really wrong with the damn thing. So I knew there was a good chance, even with me putting this offer, that it wouldn't work out. <laughs> but like after once once I committed to the idea, I was like, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna put an offer in. And see where it goes. I mean, I really started thinking ideas, like, "Oh yeah, this is what I'm going to do for uh, the podcast studio. And then I was, you know, debi- I didn't get, like, too crazy, because I-, I-, I knew in the back of my head, like, I don't know, I don't think I'm probably going to get this. Even though, like, it seemed like a-, a-, a good offer. A good offer for this house. For what it was. And, uh... I waited for, uh... And to hear back for the offer, I didn't hear anything on Thursday. But it said, you'll know by 10 a.m. Friday morning. figured it was probably not a good sign <laughs> that I hadn't heard anything. And 10 a.m. rolls around. And uh realtor messaged me, still haven't heard anything back yet. I'll wait. She said she'd wait like 10, 15 minutes and then get a hold of them she didn't hear anything. And then uh so I message her after a while, like, have you heard anything yet? You haven't heard anything yet? And then eventually she she messaged me and tells me, like, yeah, it's a no-go. Fucking <clears throat> somebody a uh, bid higher with a cash bid. And apparently there was a lot of offers on the house. Um I don't know if he was the only person or this investor, whoever or whoever it was, I don't know if that was the only person that bid higher than me. Uh but I mean, there was no fucking way I was ever gonna beat. Apparently, it was most likely an investor that was just looking to flip the house to do some repairs, turn around because that size house in Washington easily goes for two, you know, one seventy five, two hundred thousand dollars, uh, for that kind of square footage. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure that they were just they, they had a set amount they were gonna go for, and if uh, because the way it was set up in to make offers, you could put an offer in and saying, this is what you would want to pay for the thing, but then say you're willing to go up to this amount if somebody goes over that. But I didn't, I mean, I could have gone maybe another five grand, going on 140, but that's it. I couldn't do any more than that. Wasn't going to happen. I'm pretty sure that the investor <laughs> would have been willing to go way higher than that So I was doomed from the get-go. Unfortunately. (laughs) This person is probably just going to turn around, do a little bit of work on it, and sell it. You know, to make a quick, like, 15, 20 grand in profit. Easily. I don't know what, again, I don't know what, I don't know what they actually paid to get the house. But I would assume they're going to make at least, like, 20 grand out of the, the thing when it's all said and done. Spend, like, six, seven months doing some shit to it. Bada bang, bada boom. And then I'll never be able to afford it again. (laughs) And I'm sure they're going to end up ripping that fucking intercom out. Those fuckers. They're probably going to get rid of that. Just one of the coolest things, you bastards. Um, And uh, I, I, even if I end up knowing the person that invested this money in there, I'm still going to say, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you and your fucking ass. Because uh, once I did think, like, oh, this is going to, like, you know, I, I really liking the idea of having that house. Once I signed on to the idea of, uh, of having it, even though I was apprehensive after, like, w- going in and walking in and stuff, and knowing, full well knowing, it was going to be tough for me to be able to afford that. And uh it seemed, it seemed uh like it would be tough for quite a while until I could really get some uh maybe another income going or or whatever uh and uh but yeah uh so yeah, I, that sucked. That in that however though, on the plus side while I was waiting to hear back for uh, after uh, making the offer on Thursday, I was off uh Wednesday and Thursday and uh from work and I uh, went and got vaccinated on uh, the uh, Thursday, so uh, so that was fun. Uh, it was over in Union, Missouri, and if you're from around here in Franklin County, over at the Old Scenic Library, right across the street from Taco Bell in Union, it's uh, right off of 50, um... At the Old Scenic Library, they are doing walk in vaccinations for anybody 18 years of or older. And, uh, they do it Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And, uh, you just go, you sign up. Well, they give you a paperwork to fill out. You got a little, qu- couple of questions you got to answer. You're on your health, basically. Are you allergic to some shit? And, uh, then you go in, you, uh, that day they still had Johnson and Johnson shots. And so they were giving away the Johnson and Johnson, which are the one and done shots, which is what I, what I received. And, uh, so I got, I got shot Thursday. (laughs) I went in, the, uh, nurse gave me, uh, the 411 on the, on what I was getting, uh, which shot it was. It was Johnson Johnson. and, And then, uh, you know, ask which arm. I went with the left arm since it's not my dominant hand. I figure if one arm's gonna hurt, I'd rather it be my left one, the one I don't use the one I don't jerk off with. It seems seemed like a better approach. Although I don't know. I know that, you know, your arm gets stiff and sore the less you use it. Maybe it'd be better if I went with my more dominant hand. But you know, I don't eh, eh I went with the left arm. It's still a little sore now. Uh but um they injected me with it and uh it hurt from the minute like it, it got injected, it was definitely really sore. And uh, I could feel it even like shoot up into like my neck a little bit. Which is common for me to get like a shot. Like when I had the flu shot, man, my arm hurt for at least a good week on the flu shot. And uh so I wasn't real surprised there. And I was rubbing my arm, they so said keep moving it, rub it a little bit. And they make you wait. Out front they have a uh, area with chairs set up. Uh, where you social distance, of course, and uh, a nurse watches over you where you have to wait. Most people have to wait just 15 minutes just to make sure that you're not going to have any allergic reaction to the shot itself. And, you know, they have nurses on hand if something someone should have an allergic reaction. And then uh, for, like, high-risk people, they have to wait, like, 30 minutes. So did all that, waited my 15 minutes... They weren't too too crazy about it. I think they just you know, had you look at the clock, well you know. Um but I've heard some areas they actually get pretty anal about like to the second that you need to be there for 15 minutes. <laughs> but uh they weren't quite like that. I think I actually stayed like 16 minutes to be fair. I stayed a little over, I think. <laughs> Not real sure. <laughs> um but uh yeah, I waited the time. And that that was it. It was uh that was the longest part was just waiting afterwards after getting shot. So all in all it it probably took 20 25 minutes to walk in, fill out the questionnaire thing and then uh get shot and then leave. It was like uh there was enough people there to where uh uh nurses and uh, I guess uh volunteers, whatever. I I don't I ho- hopefully they're getting some kind of money for this. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it went by pretty quick, and uh, I did have the day I received the shot. The only thing I had the problem with is my arm was sore. That was mainly what I had. I took a nap for a little while afterwards. I think actually having the vaccine helped me uh, uh, keep my brain off the house so much because, like, come Friday. Like, I was feeling kind of ill. I was feeling, like, the mild flu symptoms, a little bit of nausea, a headache. And my arm was still sore, of course. But it wasn't, like, severe. It wasn't, like, I didn't feel like, oh, no, I'm so deathly ill. Like, (laughs) I went to work. Like, I wasn't feeling, like, real bad at all. But I had some minor, like, annoyances. Like, the headache was probably the worst thing. Like, I basically, I had... Like some sinus pressure in some areas, my eyes were uh, burning a little bit, and like a, a headache would come and go. But I would take some leave and stuff. Like it was, it wasn't bad at all. Today, like which is uh, two days after, I I don't feel any side effects now, other than like a my arm's still just a slightly sore. Like I have to really push on it to realize that it's sore. Like if I, I'll I'll forget about it if I'm not pushing up against it. But uh so yeah, I'm good now. I I can go back into uh society. Now that I don't have any money to do so. <laughs> uh so I had that to look forward to, but the the having that going on kind of made uh made it to where I was less focused on uh the house situation. I guess made it easier to it was still a gut punch though whenever I I got the text saying like, "Yeah, you didn't get it." It was like, "Oof." "Ooh." Son of a bitch, <laughs> and then there was some horrible thoughts of things to do you know this investor person. i I'm sure there's all kinds of investors that are waiting to jump on things like that, waiting to jump on shit like that, and I can't compete with that. That's just not gonna happen, so you know my outlook is definitely not real great right now on being able to buy a house. I'm thinking there's a good, strong chance I'm just gonna rent an apartment somewhere. Rather not do it, but it looks like uh looks like that's probably what's gonna happen as uh i mean the it's just slim pickings too with houses i mean they are just they just come out and then if <laughs> if it's a deal like that, then I don't think normal people are gonna be able to buy it. It's gonna be somebody looking to flip it or well, I should say someone like me, I make a little bit over minimum wage basically. <laughs> I'm on the poor end of society. So for a single guy that uh you know, doesn't make a whole lot of money, it's uh it's hard to buy a house, especially if it's your first one. Um <clears throat> Oh no. I'm fl- flipping through news stories as I'm reading that a uh, side note. My favorite apple might be, uh, be going away. Uh, this is the curse of the honey crisped apple. This is, this is news to me. This sucks. Um, it's <laughs> my favorite fucking apple. Uh, says everyone's favorite apple is leaving Northeastern orchards out on a limb. This sucks. Uh, <laughs> bite it into a honey crisp apple and you understand why consumers are willing to pay so much for a piece of fruit. The crunch. That's no accident, in the pre-Honeycrisp era, apples had just two textures, soft and mealy, that nobody liked. And then we had the good apples, the hard, crisp, and dense, said uh, David Bedford, one of the original breeders of the Honeycrisp. Unlike the vast majority of modern commercial produce, the Honeycrisp apple doesn't, or wasn't bred to grow, store, or ship well. It was bred for taste, crisp, with balanced sweetness and acidity. Though it succeeded beyond anyone's uh, wildest dreams... A long way became a nightmare for some producers, forcing small northeastern growers to compete with their massive climatically advantaged counterparts on the west. Huh. Well, just get to the point. <laughs> um. Ooh. Yeah, I know they cost a lot for the Honeycrisp, and I figured there was some sort of situation. Um. I guess they're, uh, but yeah, I guess they're running out. Shit, I'm waiting to see. Doesn't really give me an idea of. Hmm. I guess it's getting rather expensive for these growers to grow the shit, too, from reading there. It's a rather long article here. But, uh, damn, I love that apple. Anyway. It was a crazy digression there. I was just a little saddened there. I I mean, I get Honeycrisp pretty much every week. Sometimes I'll go with the Pink Lady apples instead. They're not too bad. If I were to go to Walmart, which I don't get produce much from Walmart anymore because I just fucking do all my shopping at schnooks. I just like going in there better. And uh, But I'll get the Jazz apples that they have at Walmart sometimes. I haven't done that in a long time, but the Honeycrisp, that's my fucking go-to. That's my Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam. Um they were so good, so good. Best best fucking apple out there. But yeah, I uh vaccinated and uh I've got several friends that are waiting to get their second shot as they've had their first now as they did not get the Johnson and Johnson, which are very jealous, very jelly of my uh my one and done. Muffin man got his uh his uh Johnson and Johnson shot. Uh like an hour or two hours before I did, like the same day. He messaged me and I was right about actually to go get vaccinated. I had already heard about it. And uh <laughs> he messaged me that saying I could go do it. And uh <laughs> but uh yeah we could uh we can play swords again without getting infected. Uh <laughs> well, you know, without COVID. I'm sh- I don't think that's really been a big thing As people crossing streams and getting infected with COVID. But you know there's probably a chance it does uh, tend to connect to the the virus does connect to like liquid particles from what I understand. That's why when people speak that's why they say masks are a big part of helping it out is because it attaches to the moisture particles from your saliva and spreads that way. But, uh, so, I'm thinking there's a good chance it could do it to your urine, too. So, if you're crossing streams, it could splash back up on you. That could be a problem. Could be a problem. I haven't done any scientific research on this. Again, not a scientist. But I feel like there could be some some things to worry about if you're playing swords. But Muffin Man and I, are, we're both vaccinated now. I feel like we can do some sword action. Cross those streams, baby. Uh, <laughs> even though the Ghostbusters told us not to, and then they went ahead and did uh but uh yeah, I can feel safe now that uh I'm around a bunch of people that don't wear masks when I'm out in public because most people here don't wear masks. Uh <clears throat> but uh but yeah, so that, that's been fun. N- uh gotten now that I'm over the side effects, it's weird. I gotta remind I'll have to start reminding myself hey, you should probably wear a mask. Don't be a dick. Just because you're fine doesn't mean you have to be a dick. Uh, but, uh, <sighs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so other than that, I uh, the last episode, episode four of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's good stuff. you haven't watched any of it, I was kind of so-so. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I thought, like, WandaVision as a whole was better than watching The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but the episode four, it's really good. Really, really good. I like what they did with the new Captain America at the end. It's pretty fantastic. Well, the whole episode, it was building towards it, and it goes dark. I don't want to ruin it. Don't want to ruin it. But the ending, it's good stuff. I like darkness. Darkness is good. And uh, it gets kind of dark at the end and uh i like the turn they went with it's getting interesting can't wait for uh the next episode it's next friday that gives me some hope to look forward to even if i can't buy a house like i i know that uh i'll be able to see some good uh television and uh they put out the loki uh trailer too the loki looks like it should be pretty decent and uh the uh, walking dead finale was really good i enjoyed that that was a uh, the Negan episode which I was sad I thought I had heard before that they were going to do a Negan movie and I thought they were but I guess they had maybe kind of thrown out the idea that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was all about it which I just recently saw him on Hot Ones with Sean Evans uh great show great show great interview show but uh he's actually a big fan of graphic novels he's been for years and that's why he did like The Watchmen which is one of his early like big roles or one of his like, roles that really broke him, I think. Like, before that, I don't think he was that, that known. But, uh, <clears throat> like, he's a big graphic novel guy. And, obviously, that's what, what turned him on for, like, The Walking Dead and, and playing Negan. Which is a great fucking character. I mean, And him is... I can't imagine anybody else knocking out of the park as Negan as, as he did, man. That fucking... Uh, I kind of want to go back and watch the old Negan episodes when he, like destroys Glenn's head. Um, but, uh, there's, uh, there's no, I don't think there's any real shock to the Negan episode. I feel like I can go ahead and spoil it because it's not like the, the winter soldier. I kind of, like yeah, I don't really want to spoil the end of that. Cause I feel like that, but the, the, the Negan episode, I mean, you get to see him when the panda or the pandemic, the, uh, I guess you could consider that a pandemic. The virus breaks out, turning everybody into zombies. Um, When the zombie apocalypse first breaks out, you get to see him then, and like right before, and then when it happens, he's there with his wife, Lucille. He's a a gym teacher that loses his job for assaulting a guy at a bar. And uh, (laughs) for turns out, he was also fucking around on his wife um, with her friend. And, uh, but, uh, his wife again is Lucille. She's dying of cancer. She finds out right as the zombie apocalypse hits and would have been fine. It was highly treatable, but then zombie apocalypse makes it a little hard to, you know, get those sort of supplies. And, uh, he's, he's got to do some th- shit to get supplies. And, uh, but it, it's cool. You see the birth of, uh, Lucille, the bat. And the birth of uh, Negan as we know him, as as the good Negan, as the one who's just sick, crazy motherfucker. You see how he gets to that. That's good stuff. I did enjoy that. Wish we'd see more of Negan like that. Like I was hoping, really hoping for a movie and just like how the Saviors came to be. You know, like I feel like Negan needs more than just like just an episode. It was good to see it have an episode, but man. How did he build the saviors up? You get to see him meeting one of the saviors in there, but that's it. This is it's funny. I, there's a funny part in there where he's talking shit to kids while he's playing video games. <laughs> like over the headset. It's pretty great. Like, And then th- knowing this guy who's a gym coach. I guess he was a high school gym coach. <laughs> and then turn, you know, who's probably just like kind of guy like probably one of the dudes like, "Oh yeah, you guys are throwing a party tonight? and I'll probably I'll get you some booze. Yeah, give me some money and I'll uh, I'll get you some booze, kids." <laughs> I could see him being that dude. It's just a uh, probably the, you know, guys guy kind of thing. Wouldn't expect him to murder somebody. Although you get the hint, you know, he did assault the guy in the bar, fucked him up really good. But you don't get the impression that he's, like, murdering people <laughs> beforehand. But uh, then, you know, then his wife dies, and uh, he doesn't have a problem at all with murdering. It's an interesting change. You see him to where he doesn't even want to kill zombies, and his wife kills the zombies. Like, it's no big fucking thing. And then uh, uh that all changes, and he doesn't give a fuck about murdering people at all <laughs> Once, once all the shit. Once uh, his wife passes, and then uh, there's some good action of seeing, like, Negan, like the crazy Negan that uh so enjoyed. I'm wondering now if he's going to, now that he's back living around uh, Maggie, I wonder if he's going to make a bat and call it Glenn. Like, that would be, uh, I mean, she's coming for him. It'll be interesting to see what happens between those two. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Had some red robin again too, uh, with the, with the, um, uh, my mom and we had that. I had the bonsai burger, That uh, hadn't had the bonsai burger in years. Love that shit, man. You get the fucking pineapple on there with the teriyaki sauce, just slathered all over the burger, the sweet potato fries, freckled lemonade, Little bit of pink. I go with a little bit of pink on the on the uh, Red Robin burgers. You get the option: uh, no pink or a little pink. I will, I go a little pink all the time. A little pink and uh... <laughs> good stuff. Good, good stuff. Uh, I I just keep refreshing. Like I go on uh, like Realtor dot com. I go on like every fucking. I'm still like hoping maybe something pops up that some investor's not going to beat me to the fucking punch and that I am able to get a house or, like, townhouse, something like uh, maybe a condo or something in my price range. I know there's other ones that have popped up that are just too expensive for me, but I'm like, even if it's, like, right at, like, my max price range, I know that I'm going to have to bid higher than that to get the fucking place. So it's like, man, I'm just hoping some other deal comes up to where, it's screwed up enough that to where that nobody else wants it. Um, or is in some odd location. Uh but man, it's I'm hoping something kind of comes up within the next couple of weeks because if in a couple of weeks nothing pops up, I'm I'm just gonna get a fucking apartment. Is most likely what's gonna happen. And uh <clears throat> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, though I thought there are some, man, there are some really nice apartments downtown Washington, Missouri, right on the riverfront, but I don't think any of them are open. They are really expensive. I think they're like a grand a month, which if I was going to buy a house, that would be about what I was going to end up fucking paying anyway. And something breaks down in that apartment, I don't have to fucking pay for it. So it'd be pretty cool. But then again, I don't want to live in an apartment with people close to me. I was hoping to be really loud. <laughs> that's what that was one thing that really sold me on um, uh the house that i put an offer on is that it's not like shoulders to shoulder with houses it is like we're not smack dab right there's some good distance between the other houses around it so i could be pretty loud in there and uh you know i could put the amps in there rock out on some guitar or whatever you know have some porn playing really loud i don't know whatever <laughs> uh it didn't look like the yard was too bad either. That'd be nice. Well, another nice thing about fucking apartments—you would not have to really worry about a yard. That is a definite plus. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Either way, you know, I, I'll have something set up for uh, recording stuff. As uh, <clears throat> hopefully find something. It's uh house market is horrible right now for people looking for a house though. People are overpaying for everything. Houses prices have gone through the fucking roof because there's there's just not many houses on the market unless you're you've got like four or five hundred thousand dollars to spend, <clears throat> which I would say most people, at least people that make the kind of money I do, don't have that fucking money. Um, obviously there's a lot of people around here that have that kind of money. Um, because those houses, there are a lot of houses that go for that. But, uh, but yeah, there's, uh, I just keep hitting refresh and nothing's popping up. <laughs> Unfortunately, too, looking at sites for rent uh, rent stuff, and I don't see any, any really apartments or houses really for rent. There's like a couple, not many though. Not many. It is super, super tough out there. And, uh sucks though you know interest rates are really low so you can get your monthly payment pretty decent just because of the fact that interest rates are really low but then the fact that uh, house prices are through the roof don't doesn't help it <laughs> it's not a not a great I guess it, it's like a great time to buy and a horrible time to buy at the same time I think it's just really a horrible time to buy great time to sell uh, but uh, yeah screw that fucking investor that bastard as, as I look at these pictures yet again of that basement uh, the wood paneling the nice bar there was a nice little window area by the bar where you could like pass things you know if you make some drinks like put it up there somebody come by pick it up and if you want to have a waitress down there you know if you got podcast guests somebody working the bar <laughs> I mean this seems like a lot of <laughs> to go through but you never know I might need to have a bar a bartender working down there for whatever reason but uh <laughs> but yeah um <clears throat> so hopefully man hopefully I'll find something and uh not have to pay a, a complete fuck ton and kill myself over and uh I'm thinking what else I got on the horizon here Uh, other than that. I mean, that's just been my main, like, focus and trying to get that worked out. Man, I would have had a totally different uh, (laughs) game plan had that offer gone through. I'm still kind of – I am still, like, secretly hoping. I don't think anything's going to happen with it, but somehow that investor backs out for whatever reason. Because there is the – period right now. It is pending because they have to go through inspections and that sort of thing, but I figure if it doesn't go through, it's because they found something horribly wrong with the house and that they don't want to fix and if they can't afford to fix it, I couldn't afford to fix it. So it's probably not good if if that doesn't go through. That d- wouldn't help me at all, but you know, I'm still gonna, still gonna hope they drop out for whatever reason. Maybe if I, somehow that cash disappears, they, they lose it somehow. Maybe there's. <laughs> But again, also, I don't know if I wasn't, if that was the only person that offered more than I did. Could have been more. Could have been more. In which case, uh, wouldn't have mattered. I'm sure there's other investors out there that are looking to, to hop on something like that. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, screw those motherfuckers. <laughs> screw those flippers. I'll flip you. I'll flip you for real, motherfucker. Um <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, looking over these photos again. Man, two fireplaces. That would have been something. It have like a I don't know that I would have used that much. Maybe on a winter like it could have saved me some money for heating. I don't know. I don't know how expensive really firewood is and uh I don't know how good that is to constantly breathe that in either. Oh, looking at that Chinese restaurant room. <laughs> fucking light, but very strange light fixtures. Very strange. I mean, it is very Chinese restaurant in there. Like, uh... Strange color choices in the bathroom with the carpet. Like, they have, like, this... I don't know if you call that peach. Like, color of the shower. Why didn't you just go with white? <laughs> they have the countertops like that as well. But you can refinish a, a shower fairly easy you can buy some a kit to do that with my stand doesn't cost you a whole lot of money that'd be like an easy fix man that basement though be a great podcast area but they're not gonna do that <laughs> whoever they sell that to although I guess a lot of people have podcasts now they might <laughs> uh bastards I gotta stop looking it's gonna it's gonna bring me down Bring me down. Hmm. I believe uh Fear the Walking Dead's coming back this or tomorrow. Tomorrow is Sunday. I think that's the first episode. So that's I guess something to look forward to, other than the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Got that going. And oh hey, uh, fuck man. I could I guess I can maybe go uh I don't know, go out and to a bar or something. Well, then I'll, Even before pandemic, though, I kind of quit doing that, so it's not really a thing that I really do anymore. But now that I, I know I'm i good, I'm fine. I can have a few drinks, maybe after a group run, stand elbow to elbow with people in a, in a tight group, and be fine. Be great. I'd like to go back to the beer deck, which I believe, Shelley, I believe, is a... Working the beer deck now, and I uh, I used to uh, go hang out at the beer deck. Uh, after group runs, we'd hit up there, and uh, I'd get uh the Bosco sticks, which I think are one of the most amazing food inventions ever made. You know, it's just a big bread stick with fucking cheese in it, fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> and uh, you get that with the marinara. There's something amazing about it. their, their Bosco sticks there at the beer deck. Fantastic. Which, they, unfortunately, though, you can get the Bosco sticks at the beer deck. But if during the when it's cold, they don't have the beer deck open. You go inside to the tap room, which is, it's ran by the same people. It's the same stuff. But for whatever reason, they don't have the Bosco sticks on the inside. That's that's strictly on the beer deck menu. Um, which does make it, I guess, more awesome when the beer deck's open, gives you more reason to go out there. But uh, <laughs> they got the Bosco sticks, man. And uh, you go out there, get like an Angry Orchard, get one of their beers. They got some pretty good beers that they brew there. Get that, some Bosco sticks, one of their pizzas. And, oh, so good, so good. After running like five miles, which I think, yeah, I think next week would be the third Thursday of the month. I am vaccinated now, so... Man, although uh, I know two of my friends that I run with, they're still they're not going to get their vaccination their second vaccinations until like the end of the month, I think. So they're not going to be able to partake in the uh, in the debauchery. Well, I mean, I guess they could. They just that's up to them. <laughs> but uh, I think, I, man, if I can convince anybody else, although there hasn't been that many people doing the the third Thursday group run as. Uh, we used to, man, at one time it was, we had a lot of people doing it. It was, it was a lot of fun. And before the pandemic even hit, I mean, it was just less and less people were doing it, unfortunately. But we used to have like something between like 20 to 30 people on a good third Thursday. It was fun times to be had. And uh, we would stay out till late after. Like we the run would start at like 6.15. We'd run usually five miles. Early on, we'd change the routes uh, from time to time and uh, I guess the distance would vary a little bit. But, uh, then we'd, uh, all hang out, have drinks and, uh, food afterwards and it was just good times and, oh man, maybe we can get back to doing some wine runs. Uh, (laughs) those are fun too, man. We'd go out to the wineries around here, like in Augusta or wherever and, uh, like, uh, or uh, by Dutzow there. You got, like, Blumenhof. We Went to that one before. But go on, like, the Katy Trail. Do, like, a 10-mile run. And then drink, like, two bottles of wine right afterwards. Fantastic. Fantastic times. Uh, just getting drunk with your friends, you know. Good stuff. <laughs> Having some good food. Usually involves pizza wherever I'm at. There's usually pizza at whatever wineries. A lot of the wineries tend to have pizza as well as, uh, I can really throw back some pizza, especially if I've been drinking. If it's thin crust, man, I can pack it away. I can probably eat, like, four large pizzas if they're thin crust. Like, if we're talking, like, Emo's Pizza Thin Crust, dude, look out. I mean, if we're talking, like, a hand-tossed crust, then it starts getting a little more difficult. If a deep dish, like, ooh, ooh then it's like, that's... You're talking, like, put a brick in my stomach then. That's just a, kind of a problem. Although I'm 40 now. I don't know how well... <laughs> how well that would work. (laughs) Um, So, uh, so yeah, maybe there's a chance we'll start seeing that stuff again as uh, all the, everybody gets their shit. But uh, again, I don't know. I don't know. There's been some group runs kind of going on, but there hasn't been like big time people like seem like they're too excited about it. Again, also before the Pandemic hit. It was just kind of dying out in our run group with the the big runs. Like we'd still get our our normal crew of people, like a good like, like five, maybe ten, if we were lucky, to do the runs like pre like right before the pandemic. Like it was, if we had a lot, it was ten, then ten to twelve. But, I mean, there was times where it was like thirty people or more. It was like just a herd of people, or it looked that way <laughs> at, at times. Uh, but uh, good times with that, and uh, like if I could just get a little bit of that back, that might uh, that might be some brightness on the horizon. As uh, I I oh, we could just sitting back in a movie theater. I haven't been to a movie theater in forever. There's not a whole lot I'd really like to go see though at the moment. Maybe I'd go see the. I mean, I guess I'd go see like uh the King Kong movie and stuff right now, but. Nothing really jumps out at me, like ooh, I need to go see that. But I would, uh, I would definitely like to go see something in the theater again soon. Like the, definitely something I I need to check into. I'm gonna have to hit up Muffin Man, uh, see about when when should we hit the movie theater again? Like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna look at that right now. It's, it's, I'm, I think the B and B, uh, Wildwood Theater is still around. Hopefully, B and B Theater. Let's see what we got. Is it still in existence? Please tell me it is. That's the Wentzville one. Um, BNBtheaters.com. Let's see here. Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, let's go to theaters. Uh, I don't want all states. <laughs> oh, they've got uh, more in uh, Missouri than I was aware of. Not a whole lot like close. Wentzville and uh, Wildwood, I think, are the two closest ones. Um, Wildwood is the one I'd want to go to. Let's go to Showtimes. Voyagers. What is this? Voyagers. Is that uh, Natalie Portman? Um, No, no. I don't know who these people are. This is with the future of the human race at stake, a group of young men and women, bred for intelligence and obedience, embark on an expedition to colonize a distant planet. But when they uncover disturbing secrets about the mission, they defy their training and begin to explore their most primitive natures. As life on the ship descends into chaos, they're consumed by fear, lust, and insatiable hunger for power. I mean it looks like it looks like a straight up porn. <laughs> like the the poster for it. there uh, the uh, at least laying there like topless like a uh, uh, man and a woman. Oh no, the girl's got some kind of a top. It's hard to make out it's all in like porn type colors. Like purple and and uh, pink and but Godzilla vs. Kong uh seems like something maybe I'd go see. There's only three things in there. There's Girl Who Believes in Miracles with Kevin Sorbo. what the fuck? There's a Kevin Sorbo movie at the theater? Times are getting rough, man. Times are getting rough. Kevin Sorbo. (laughs) What the fuck? Girl Who Believes in Miracles. Uh, Yeah, wow. Well, the pandemic helped some people, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he was great in Pool Boy, *Out of the Fury, but uh, most of the times he just does the uh, the right-wing movie shit nowadays. Um, but it th- looks like a bad movie. Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, it seems like the only thing worthwhile seeing. I wonder... Let's check at Wildwood 10. Yeah, I wonder at Wildwood 10. Um, oh, i got to pick a date. Um... What the fuck? Oh, here we go. Oh, they only have certain days they're open? We can only pick the 11th? Why do they do that? Uh, Grand screen. Let's see. 1 p.m. I'm not actually going to go to a show tomorrow, but... What the fuck? There's none... Oh... Oh, okay, yeah. There's there's plenty of seats. There's only a few you can't grab there. They space them out too. Man, Ugh, could go see a movie. Should probably do that next weekend. Although I'm probably gonna have to work all weekend. We'll see. We'll see. Love to do that. I'd love going to the movies. I used to go to see movies. I didn't have any desire to want to go see. I just wanted to go to the movies, and that was what was playing. Like back in the day when I went and watched *Coyote Ugly*, that movie I could really could, I could have walked out on that one. I didn't need to see that whole movie. I didn't uh, didn't need to see all that. It was <laughs> it was money not well spent, as I as I recall. I've heard some people say they really enjoy that film. Me, not so much, not so much. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, would love to go to the theaters it's time for a vaccine, or, yeah, vaccine, vaccine orgy, you know, I'm waiting for that one. Although I've never been one to want to partake in an orgy, but after the craziness of what's been going on for, you know, a little over a year now is uh maybe, it, maybe, I, maybe I will be into orgies now, even though my prostate makes it very difficult for that sort of thing. Uh, anyway. All right. <laughs> I guess that's all I got now. As always, that's a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.